This episode is supported by Active Skin Repair. Active Skin Repair is a skin health company helping people heal with natural, non-toxic, medical-grade ingredients. I just randomly... Vinny was having a toe skin irritation issue and he ended up having this like skin that was really irritating him and it was getting kind of like icky and you know like when kids start to get like little scabs and scratches and then they want to pick at it and it was getting worse and so active skin repair showed up on my doorstep as a result of the sponsorship and I got to put it to use immediately and I got the ointment formula or the like ointment formulation and then also the spray and the spray was perfect so Vinny does not like ointmenty creamy lotiony things on his body but I was able to get out the spray literally took it out of the packaging the day it arrived put it on his toe before he went to bed and the next morning he was like mom my toe's all better it was literally like this super amazing cure that helped his toes so quickly so you can use active skin repair on a wide range of skin issues including cuts scrapes burns sunburns rashes other types of skin damage it's totally safe non-toxic suitable on all types of skin even parts of the body where you might have rosacea or eczema or have acne prone skin this is also safe for the young members of your family up to the oldest. So now you have one simple solution for your family's skin health needs. With over 500,000 happy customers and thousands of five-star reviews and super safe and clean ingredients, active skin repair is something that you want to have on hand for your family. So to get your own active skin repair, go to activeskinrepair.com to learn more about active skin repair and get 20% off your order when you use the code shameless. That's activeskinrepair.com. Use the code shameless for 20% off your order. Activeskinrepair.com, code shameless. This is the Shameless Mom Academy, episode 201. Show notes for this episode and all links mentioned in the show can be found by going to shamelessmom.com and clicking on episode 201. Welcome to the Shameless Mom Academy. I'm your host, Sarah Dean, and I'm here to give you and other passionate, dedicated moms the tools you need to bridge the gap between motherhood and living the life of your dreams. I'm also here to help you be a little more shameless every day, because if you aren't building a life you're extraordinarily proud of, what kind of legacy are you building? So let's dive in. This episode of the Shameless Mom Academy is brought to you by Third Love. To find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase, go to thirdlove.com slash shameless. That's thirdlove.com slash shameless. Hello, shameless moms. Okay, episode 201. I'm actually still celebrating episode 200. We are in the middle of our 200 episode celebration. And if you do not follow me on Instagram, pop over there now because there is a giveaway going on that you might want to be a part of. It involves winning some money to spend on yourself. So if you don't follow me on Instagram, you can go over to the Shameless Mom Academy on Instagram. Pretty easy to find me there and see what the giveaway is all about. It's pretty cool if you want to win some cold, hard cash to spend on yourself. And that's like the only rule is that you have to spend the money on yourself. You can't like go buy diapers, formula, broccoli, anything for the kids or the husband or anyone else. It's just for you. So thank you for celebrating with me last week. The interview with Gretchen Rubin was up on Wednesday, last Wednesday for episode 200, which was so fun to finally get to share that interview. A couple of people did comment that we did sound like best friends. So I appreciated that affirmation because I felt like we were totally best friends for that hour. I don't know if she felt the same, but I mean, there was some chemistry there. You can't lie. So today I have something kind of fun to talk about. I'm laughing because this is just how I am with feedback. Like if I feel like someone's trying to rip me a new one, 
like, I'm not just going to ignore it because I'm shameless. And so I went over to iTunes the other day and I was like, oh, there's a new review. Cool. I think there was a couple new reviews, actually. So thank you for everyone who's going over to shamelessmom.com forward slash review and leaving little reviews over on iTunes. It means the world to me. And I love it. Like some people are just leaving like one or two lines, which is perfect. It doesn't need to be a novel. I mean, I'll totally read your novel if you leave it, but I know like we're all crunched for time. So I just appreciate when anyone pops over to leave a few words of feedback about the show. It really means the world to me. And we're super highly ranked in iTunes right now. The last time I checked the ratings, we were show 20 in all of kids and family. There's thousands of shows. So we're really highly ranked right now, which means there's a lot of new people, a lot of new listeners. So if this is your first time listening to the Shameless Mom Academy, oh my gosh, welcome to the party. So, so happy that you're here. I hope that you learned something new today. My goal is that you always learn something. I hope to be like reasonably entertaining. I can't make any promises, you know, different personalities touch people in different ways. And I totally understand that I'm not going to like, not everyone's going to fall in love with me, which is cool. Like I don't fall in love with every podcaster I listen to, but it was funny getting this particular feedback because this person clearly did not fall in love with me. So went over to iTunes, checking through some new reviews. And I'm always like excited and grateful when I see new reviews are up and I see I have a two-star review and I'm like, Oh, two-star review. Like I don't think I've ever had a two-star review where someone's left comments with it. So I was very curious to see what this person had to say. So Glowbug42 says the like title line for the review is meh, which is interesting to me, given some of the end of the statement. So I'll get back to that. So I'm assuming this was a woman who wrote this. I could be wrong. But she says, I was under the impression that this podcast was about being a busy mom, which I totally am. Oh, so yes, she is a female. (laughs) And I forgot that I had already confirmed that. But all of her examples, which is interesting to me, given what she says about the way I talk. So I appreciate the ironic use of the word meh as her title of her review. So she says, I was under the impression that this podcast was about being a busy mom, which I totally am. But all of her examples were related to fitness and running your own business. That's fine if it's your thing, but it's not my thing. And it came off as pop culture, inspirational, self-help dreck. Good sound production though. (laughs) Okay. So thank you, Glowbug42. Interesting that you think that this is pop culture, inspirational self-help because meh is like totally a pop culture reference in my opinion. But anyway, so I guess, I mean, we are all living in the same pop culture world. I'm dying to know what episode she listened to because (laughs) she doesn't think I talk about being a busy mom or motherhood. I talk about fitness and running my own business. Now, clearly like I own a gym, I run two businesses and that's a huge part of my identity. And I understand these things come up a lot. And those are many of my examples are around my own personal experience because that's what I can speak to. Like I can't really speak to the experience of being like a superstar athlete because I'm not a superstar athlete. I can't speak to the experience of, you know, being a fourth grade teacher because I'm not a fourth grade teacher. I can't speak to the experience of being a corporate VP because that's not what I am. So I speak to my experiences. But my hope is that we all see the parallels between our own stories. And we talk about stories so much on this show. So it's interesting that like she didn't seem to be able to draw parallels between what I talked about in her life, which is fine. Again, like that's her experience and totally fine. But I wanted to address some of this because I think it's really important. And I've had this conversation before with people. I think it's really important that we are able to listen to someone else's experience and apply it to our own lives. And I was talking to someone about this a few months ago. And I was talking about, I think it was in the context of like going to a work conference or something 
or it was a bit in the context of listening to different speakers. And I said, you know, someone could be giving a talk about fishing, which is something I know very little about and personally find to be extremely boring. Cause my husband loves fishing. And whenever he wants to go fishing, I'm like, Oh, please don't make us all go. Cause I find it to be very boring. But if someone is a good speaker, they could talk to me for two hours about speaking. And I would be engaged because a good speaker can engage someone about whatever and help them draw parallels into their own lives. So my hope is in sharing things about my life and fitness and building business and those kinds of things that you can see how it applies to your life. And I try to always make sure that there's tactical advice in every episode. So here's the truth about being a busy mom. The truth about being a busy mom is that you must have an outlet that is yours. I talk about my outlet being fitness. This episode is supported by Mysteries About True Histories, a podcast for your kiddos. So from the creators of the hit podcast, Who Smarted, and Netflix's Brainchild comes the adventurous world of mysteries about true histories, affectionately known as math. Every episode follows Max and Molly, who have just been recruited into a secret order of problem solvers. On an adventure through time, packed with puzzles, hidden equations, history, and laughs, making learning cool. This podcast is perfect for ages six and up and new episodes drop every Thursday, each stacked with so much laughter that your kiddos won't even realize how much they're learning. I love a show where as a parent, you're like, hey, let's listen or watch this or whatever. And your kids are thinking they're like getting extra device time or what have you. And you're like, they're learning right now. So it feels like such a big win. So I want you to go check out Mysteries About True Histories wherever you listen to podcasts. You can tune into Mysteries About True Histories with your kids. You can follow and listen on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts, wherever you're listening to this podcast. So go check out Mysteries About True Histories to listen in and have some fun with your kid while they learn today. This episode is supported by a podcast I want to share with you called Understood Explains. So this is, show is about navigating ADHD, dyslexia, and other learning and thinking differences, which can be so confusing. And so every uh, season of the show is around a different theme. So there's a season on special education, there's a season on ADHD diagnosis for adults, and the current season is all about IEPs. I love this podcast because the episodes are 10 to 15 minutes long. So if you are short on time or short on focus, you can take this content in super quickly, easily. It's very digestible. And the show is hosted by teacher and special education expert, Juliana Utube. So Juliana talks all about how to navigate educational plans, IEPs. She talks about the differences between IEPs and 504 plans. She really breaks things down in a really clear and simple way so that you have some of those questions that you might be thinking around, like, does this pertain to my child? Is this something I need to be looking into? Like, where do we go from here? Where do I go if I have questions? Juliana has you covered. She explains so many different things and so many different little pieces and nuance of IEPs and special education and different things on Understood Explains. So I want you to go check it out wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can go listen to Understood Explains. Just go into your podcast app, do a search for Understood Explains, and it will pop right up. Click on it, pick your episode, and get the answers that you've been looking for and the support that you need around different learning differences and differences in school. So all the other busy moms out there, I totally understand that fitness might not be your outlet. That is one of mine. Whether you are momming, working, wifing, whatever, you all need an outlet where you are not focusing on momming, working, wifing, those areas of your life. You all need something that is just yours. It could be working out. It could be journaling. It could be meditating. It could be a nightly bath. It could be mini getaways. It can be a million different things. 
but this is how you take off your busy badge and balance your busy. Balance will never be perfect, but you have to be striving for creating space for things that light you up and creating space for things that are just for you. And so I don't think it needs to look a certain way. It does not need to look like workouts first thing every morning. That's what works for me, but it can look like a million different things. And if you are struggling as a busy mom, I would encourage you to consider other ways you see people around you taking off their busy badge and balancing their busy so that your life can feel a little more in your control, a little more happy, a little more manageable, a little less full of like mommy martyrdom. Now, recognizing you're probably never going to feel like you've had enough family time or enough work time or enough alone time. So all these things have to coexist and you get to choose how they coexist. And it might be that some days the balance shifts in the direction of family and maybe the time for you gets completely canceled. It might be that some days the balance shifts in the direction of you and you get extra time to yourself because you've planned that out. Maybe you've planned for like a babysitter for an extra amount of time. Maybe you've planned for your partner to take the kids for the evening. So you've planned maybe for the balance to shift where you don't have much in terms of the momming department or the wifing department where you are able to just focus on you for a while. And then of course, the balance is sometimes going to shift to work where whatever your work situation is, whether, I mean, this could even be stay at home mom, that whatever your work situation is, sometimes you're just going to need to be really wrapped up in that. And so it's That's going to look different for everyone, but you need to take radical responsibility for creating your own outlet, finding the things that light you up and then going after those things consistently. So we talked about in episode 199 last week, we talked about consistency. I don't care what the habit is or what the practice is, but you need to be doing it consistently. And so you need to be consistently using your outlet to light up your life. For me, that outlet tends to be around self-care that involves exercise and personal development. Like that's just what I like to geek out on. Other people might want to do cross-stitch totally fine. Like those things are really different, but can light people up and fuel them in exactly the same ways. I'm actually learning a lot going through this process with the artist way right now and doing morning pages, which is an extensive journaling project, which is very challenging for me. But I'm learning a lot about how impactful writing is to some people. And I'm really wanting it to be that impactful to me. And I'm not sure that it is, but it's been really interesting. Like I can completely understand and appreciate that writing for some people, that is their outlet, which completely makes sense. Just like for other people, it might be sweating and for other people, it might be reading and for other people, it might be like long walks in the woods or listening to classical music or like, you know, hashing out a really great conversation with someone. There's so many different things. Like some people really love having debate type conversations like that is just like their therapy. And that's so fun for them. I was having a conversation with Katie Anthony, by the way, who has been on the show and she has her own podcast over at mouthy, messy, mandatory. And we were talking about conflict and conversations around conflict and debate and like how that's just really uncomfortable for us. And it's really easy to like put our opinion out there via a blog post or via a podcast episode. But like face to face confrontation is just ridiculously uncomfortable for us. But there's other people that love that there's other people that really thrive on that. And for them, like that kind of engagement and interaction, that's their outlet. They think that's really fun and like, 
part of their process is evolving as a human. For me, that's just like, it's stressful and it actually makes me want to shut down. And so it's the opposite. But for some people, they're like, oh my God, exercise makes me want to shut down. Like sweating makes me want to quit everything in life. So totally get that it's different strokes for different folks. So you have to really be, really find what your outlet is and be really clear about what it is when you're going to let it in your life, like every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at five o'clock, every morning at 7 a.m., like what does that look like? Like you literally have to schedule your outlet and then why it's important to you. Why is it important? What are the benefits of that outlet that make it worth your time and make it worth the sacrifice? Because anything that we give time to is a sacrifice in some way. When you give time to your kids, you're sacrificing in one area of your life. When you give time to work, you're sacrificing in another area. That doesn't mean it's bad. I'm not saying like spending time with your kids is a bad sacrifice, but it's a trade. You're trading time. Every time you do something, you're trading time in one area of your life. So you need to know what you're doing, when you're going to do it and why it's important to you to make sure that it actually has value. You need to define how it makes you better and how it adds value to your life. So it's really important for me. I noticed in terms of exercising that for me, when I don't exercise, and I started noticing this when Vinny was a tiny baby and I had many spurts where I could not exercise because I had various health things going on. When I did not exercise, I was really cranky, really emotional, really anxious. I had an awful insomnia and I was super impatient with everyone in my life, including my new baby. So it was really clear the value in my life that I got from 10 minutes of exercise a day. And I literally only did 10 minutes most days because that was like all I could do. I really like, I mean, most of the first four months he was born, I couldn't put a bra on for more than 10 minutes because I had so many breast infections and so many clogged ducts. So I would put on a bra for 10 minutes, do some exercise and take it back off for the rather 23 hours and 50 minutes of the day. So you have to understand how it makes you better and how it adds value to your life. You also have to recognize how your life is negatively impacted in the absence of that outlet. So I just mentioned how mine was like, if I did not do the exercise, these are all the ways my life was negatively impacted. Being super emotional, being super stressed out, anxious, really struggling to just get a grip on my day. When I did these 10 minute workouts, it would be like early in the morning, like around between eight and nine, I tried to do it either while I could get me occupied with a toy for a few minutes, or I would do it when he was taking his first morning nap. And those morning naps often were pretty short. So it was a very quick spurt, but it was literally like, I would do that and feel like, oh my gosh, I think I might survive today now. Prior to the 10 minute workout, I'd be like, I don't even know if I'm going to survive. Like it's entirely possible that one or both of us might not make it until five o'clock when my husband comes home. So I knew what the negative impact was in the absence of my outlet. And that was really clear. So I had this really cool conversation yesterday with one of my gym members and she was talking about her fitness goals for the year. And she kind of just randomly brought up on this as a side note that she wanted to get back into music. And she's been in bands over the years and music has always been an outlet for her. And she's like, yeah, I really, I'm going to start taking voice lessons and I know I need to get back on my guitar. And she's like, I just think that'll help me feel better this year. And I was like, you know, I actually want that to be your top priority. I want that to take precedence over exercise and over nutrition for you. And this was, like I said, this was a very like sidebar conversation that she kind of just casually mentioned to me because she came to the gym and signed up for a gym program with like fitness goals in mind, because that's what people come to a gym for. But I said, no, actually I want music to be the priority because when you prioritize the outlet that is so tremendously valuable to you and brings you joy and peace and patience and like all the things that help you feel balanced and lit up and all that stuff, 
then it's so much easier to fit the other stuff in. If music is your thing and you make time for music, you're way more likely to also make time for exercise because you're going to be already in that space of like, yes, like I'm doing this thing for myself that feels really good and it's really rewarding. What else can I do to make be an extension of that? So when you do something that lights you up in one area of your life, it will light up all areas of your life. I literally think that this woman will make healthier eating choices if she's playing music. Because if she's playing music, her life will be more in alignment with her soul and she will be more intentional about how she eats and takes care of herself. Because when we don't care about anything, when we don't have any outlet and we're just like ambivalent to all of it or apathetic or depressed or stressed out, we can't prioritize health. We can't be like, oh, you know, I feel like crap about everything in my life, but I'm totally going to eat a really healthy salad for dinner. No, like you're going to be like, I feel like crap about everything. So therefore I'm going to eat the crap food. So you have to really recognize that your outlet needs to be something that you enjoy. And that should be your first priority. And if your time is so limited that you don't have time for like a million different things, you don't have time to add the exercise piece and, you know, the journaling and the meditation and all that other stuff, pick the one thing that holds the most value that brings you the most joy because other things will come from that. You will create space in other areas once you've created space for that one thing. So that's my tip around being a busy mom and taking radical responsibility for your freedom and your choice to put down your busy badge and balance your busy. It is your responsibility. I just gave you lots of examples outside of fitness that you can use, but you have to take radical responsibility for actually doing those things. This episode is supported by AquaTrue. Having clean, safe water is the last thing you want to worry about. But unfortunately, according to extensive research by the Environmental Working Group, three out of four, yes, three out of four homes in America have harmful contaminants in their tap water. So that's why you got to check out AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers have a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process. And their countertop purifiers, which is what we have, take no installation or plumbing, and they remove 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and they're specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAS, which can lead to potentially adverse health effects like cancer, endocrine system disruption, and liver toxicity, which is part of what makes AquaTrue so special, unique, and important in terms of how they are able to filter water. They also have water purifiers to fit every type of home. So like the installation-free countertop purifier that we have at our house to higher capacity under sink options. They even have Wi-Fi connected purifiers and mineral boost options. So I'm so excited about our new AquaTrue. And here's the thing. I swear it's like a gentle reminder to actually drink more water every time you walk into your kitchen. So we are drinking more water now and also more clean water. So more water that is more clean. It feels like a double win. I'm feeling pretty impressed with us. I feel like sink water, tap water becomes invisible at a certain point. And when I see the purifier on my counter, it's like many time a day reminder to like, keep drinking, keep drinking. So I want you to check out AquaTrue for yourself and for your family. AquaTrue comes with a 30 day money back guarantee and that makes it a great gift as well. Today, my listeners, can receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com and enter the code SHAMELESS at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com and use the code SHAMELESS, S-H-A-M-E-L-E-S-S, AquaTrue.com code SHAMELESS. 
Hi there, I'm Andrea Owen, self-help author with 19 translations of my books, global keynote speaker, and life coach. My podcast, Make Some Noise, has been serving up self-help in a simple-to-digest way for the last decade. The topics brought in each episode are practical and easy to implement around topics such as working through fears that keep you stuck, different modalities of therapy, managing your negative self-talk, and more. We bring you guest experts, solo episodes, and I even coach listeners on the air around relatable struggles. I also do my best to weave my sense of humor into some heavy topics because let's face it, life can be pretty hard and it's so much better when we can have some fun while walking through our challenges. Whether you're seasoned in personal development or just starting out, Make Some Noise podcast will help you become the best version of yourself, the person you're proud of when you look in the mirror and show up in your life. Simply search Make Some Noise with Andrea Owen wherever you you listen to your podcasts. Next, in terms of building a business and running a business. So I want to address this piece of the review. And I'm doing this because I think this is actually so important and so powerful for all of us to see. I started making some notes about this and it became really clear to me that we're all building something. So whether you're building a business or you're building a corporate career or you're building a powerful, productive, positive home life as a stay-at-home mom, you're building something. We are all building something. We are building relationships everywhere. So you're building relationships with your colleagues. You're building relationships with your mentors. You're building relationships in your marriage or if you have another romantic relationship that's not a marriage, but whatever partnership you have, you are building relationships with your children. So you are always building something. I talk a lot about building a business because that's what I have done beyond motherhood for my career choice. That is where I spend most of my time outside of motherhood. But we're all building something. So you have already built something. You have already built a family life and you've already built a career and you've already built a marriage. And now I want to ask you, are you madly in love with all of them? Because if not, I want you to get back to building. So when I talk about building a business, running a business, all these things, a lot of the things I talk about parallel how you are building your business in your corporate life or in your stay-at-home mom life or wherever you happen to be building, which also, by the way, parallels what you are building in family life, what you are building in terms of a parent-child relationship, what you are building in terms of a relationship with a significant other. And if you are not madly in love with the relationship that you're building or the career path that you're building or the family life that you're building, then you need to take radical responsibility for what you have built and the direction that you want it to grow. So first you have to determine what you're building. What are you building? Because it's really easy to be passive about what you're building because first of all, not everyone has even taken the time to consider that you're building something every day. So up to this point, you may have been somewhat passive about it, just not even totally completely recognizing it. So determine what you're building and then build it with pride and fervor and intention. And we're going to talk more about this in just a sec. But first, I want to talk about our sponsor today, Third Love. I'm a big fan of Third Love because 
Bra shopping is something that has been challenging for me my entire life. I talked about my breast surgery that I had earlier this year. Prior to my surgery, I was a 32G, which is a very hard, challenging size to find, like narrow through the rib cage and then pretty girthy through the breast tissue. So I really appreciate Third Love. I appreciate they have a little online quiz that you can take. It's their Fit Finder quiz that really helps you define what size you should be in. And then from there, they also offer half cup sizes. So there's a lot of different ways that you can find the perfect fit for you. So the average brand only carries 15 sizes. Third Love has 60 sizes. So they have from very small to very large, lots of rib circumferences. And then they also have so many cup sizes because they have their additional half cup sizes. So They're doing really, really great things to revolutionize the bra industry, which, oh my gosh, needs revolutionization. That's a tough word, revolutionization. So Third Love knows that there's a perfect bra for everyone. And because they're so confident in finding the perfect bra for you, they're offering you 15% off your first order. So all you need to do is go over to thirdlove.com slash shameless and answer a few quick questions in the Third Love's Fit Finder quiz takes about a minute and you can do it like from your computer. So you don't have to go into a store and ask for someone to help you and all those kinds of things super fast. And then from there, they will recommend a size for you and they'll show you the styles that are available in that size. And you can see lots of different pictures of them on models and everything. So it's really clear. Like you can see the cuts of them and the straps and how the straps sit on the shoulders and all those kinds of things. I have the 24 seven bra, which I'm loving. It's really comfortable. I love the padding. So if someone asked me about the padding, It's not super padded at all. It's like, it's enough padding that like there's decent nip coverage, but it's not super thick padding because I don't want extra padding and material there. Like I am embracing my breasts being as small as they possibly can be. So go over to thirdlove.com slash shameless to take the Fit Finder quiz and then get 15% off your first order. This year, make the change, the change that will change the way you think about bras. Now go to find your perfect fitting bra over at thirdlove.com slash shameless and get 15% off of your first purchase. Again, that's thirdlove.com slash shameless. Okay. So back to our conversation here. So you need to determine what you're building and then you need to take radical responsibility for building with pride, with fervor and with intention. And so I want you to think about what action steps are you taking every damn day? So I've talked about how I take action steps in my businesses every damn day because I have a tremendous responsibility to take action every day. Like my gym, I have to make a certain amount of revenue every month to pay people and pay the rent. And with the podcast, I've never missed an episode. I feel very responsible for showing up every Monday and every Wednesday with you all. And we have gotten to the point now that I need to fund that in a certain way because it has gotten to be expensive to produce a podcast. And there's some number of fees associated with that and things that I do in association with the podcast that cost tens of thousands of dollars a year for me to be able to produce a show on this level. And so it's important that I'm taking action steps every damn day to support my businesses and making sure that they are moving forward in different ways in between the two businesses. Now that might look different for you. What action steps are you taking every damn day in whatever you happen to be building? So whether that's on your career track, what action are you taking every day to make your career better, to make it more powerful, to move in a direction that you want to move? That doesn't mean that you need to constantly be climbing. It might just be that you're learning how to be more efficient at what you already do so that it brings you more joy or more space or more ease. That's totally fine. Same thing with if you're a stay-at-home mom, what action steps are you taking 
to make it better every day. And that can be maybe making it better so that it's less hectic and chaotic so that you have more time to do fun things with your kids rather than laundry and grocery shopping. Maybe that is actually, you know, we have friends who stay home with their kids who have kind of like preschool curriculum that they're working on with their kids. And so there's times of day where they're doing education-based play. And then there's other times where it's like, okay, now go to the park. What actions are you taking in terms of building whatever it is you happen to be building? And that's going to look different from one person to the next. So I will continue to share with you how I do that through what I build in building businesses. And then I will let you be responsible for drawing the parallels where you might so that you can apply it to your own life. Because I think that you're responsible and intelligent adults, and I think that you can do that. So I think we're all on the same page with that. Think about what this will look like. If you take action every day, what will this look like by the end of 2018? Whatever you're building, whether it's your marriage, your relationship with your kids, your career, what will it look like by the end of 2020? That's three years from now. What will it look like by the end of 2028 in 10 years? So really be thinking about what some of these milestones are going to look like. I've been thinking a lot about what am I building today and what will that look like a year from now when Vinny's in kindergarten? Because actually, I want to be pretty involved when Vinny's in school. I want to be able to volunteer at school, like maybe a couple times a week. I want to be in Vinny's classroom. I don't really know what the volunteer opportunities are. So I'm just making this up right now. I also don't want to be like obnoxious about volunteering at a school, but I do really want to be involved. So I don't know. I know that they have like volunteers in their lunch program. I know they have classroom volunteers in each classroom. And I would love to be able to do both of those things. I know they're involved with girls on the run. I would love to be involved in that. So I'm (laughs) I'm like, am I going to be the parent that's like there every day? We all had parents when we were in school, like the kid who had the parent that was just at school every day, but didn't work there. And you're like, why is your mom just like always here? I think I'm going to be that mom. But with that being a goal that I want to be involved, that means I need to be looking now at what am I setting up in business so that I have the time and the flexibility to do that. So I'm being really considerate of that this year so that when it comes September, 2018, I'm able to say like, yes, can I sign up to be, you know, can I volunteer in the classroom every Wednesday? Can I volunteer at lunch every Friday? Can I like volunteer with girls on the run Tuesdays and Thursdays from three to four, whatever that might look like. And I don't know if it's going to be that many hours, but this is like what I'm envisioning now <laughs> before Vinny gets old enough to be like, mom, stop being at school all the time. So I'm thinking ahead at what this is going to look like and thinking about how I want to build. And that's, I mean, That's a whole nother dynamic and relationship right there. Like, what is this relationship going to look like when Vinny is in school? What will the relationship our family has with that school look like? Because that's actually really, really important to me. And that's something that I really, I treasure already, even though we haven't started. But that's just really important to me because of the academic settings that I grew up in. And there's some things from my experience that I'm just really conscientious of wanting to be involved with and wanting to be able to take advantage of some of the opportunities that I have with a flexible work schedule to be involved in my child's school setting and community. So that's kind of some of the things that I have been looking at just with business building this year. Like, how is that going to impact some of the things I want to build with our family come next fall? All right. So I hope I gave you some good ideas there around finding an outlet for yourself and how important that is. And then also around the idea that we're all building something. And so, like I said, I think we're all grownups. I think that you can draw parallels where you might to make the things that we talk about on the show apply to your life. And I know that for so many of you and the feedback that I get on such a regular basis, I know that so many of you are already really diligent about applying 
things to your life that you can. And I appreciate that. And I appreciate that you, like I said, you take radical responsibility for that. Like you show up, you listen to the show and you're like, what can I put into action today? Which is so awesome. And I get emails all the time thanking me for encouraging women and moms to be more shameless in so many different ways. So I really, really appreciate that. And I wanted to just give this example of kind of my response to this criticism as a way to encourage you to look at things a little bit differently. And also maybe this is an example too for people to like how to manage criticism. I actually was just listening. One of my people who I adore is Amy Porterfield and she does has a podcast all about building business online. And she talked, she just recently did a whole episode on how to take criticism, which was really great because she's a little like me. We're both a little sensitive and self-admitted sensitive. And so she just did this whole episode about it. And I was really thinking about her episode when I got this feedback And I think it's good to see how other people manage that because I know there's a lot of you listening who really struggle with criticism. And I know I've heard from you where you say like, I want to start a blog, but what if someone tells me that they hate it? Or I want to start this, but what if no one shows up and listens? Or what if someone writes me a bad review? Or, oh my gosh, like I couldn't even handle it. It's so uncomfortable. So I know that like we all have to deal with this in different areas of our life. We all have to take criticism and it's uncomfortable and it's really yucky. And sometimes it makes us check ourselves in a necessary way. I mean, this made me check myself for sure. I was like, wait a minute, do I only talk about fitness and business? Like I need to make sure that I am making it clear how this is applicable to everyone else who maybe doesn't love to work out first thing in the morning and run a business every day. So sometimes it is because we need to check ourselves. And then sometimes there's pieces you can just kind of like roll your eyes at and ignore like pop culture, inspirational self-help dreck. Like that's someone's opinion of me that like that is not worthwhile to me. And I also like, I'm not taking that to heart. I could totally be like, oh my God, like she thinks I'm worthless. Like whatever. (laughs) Like you don't have to be responsible for what other people think of you. And that's actually a really great way to end the show is like what other people think of you is none of your business. So I wanted to get some clarification around this, touch on a few of these things that made me think And then also be like, you know what, what she thinks of me, that's her problem. She doesn't have to listen. That's totally cool. I'm sure she's not going to listen again because she obviously did not find it to be helpful or useful. So I can take that feedback. I can walk away. I can continue serving you all and feel really happy and full as a result of that. So thank you to our sponsor today, Third Love. Thank you for popping over. I'm thanking you. Like you should be thanking me because you're going to pop over to Instagram at the Shameless Mom Academy and check out the giveaway. And then you're going to be thanking me. So make sure you pop over there. Check out the giveaway that's going on today in celebration of our 200th episode. And if there is anything I can do for you, please feel free to reach out to me at info at shamelessmom.com. I love connecting with you all. I'm having a blast connecting with moms who are in our Shameless Mom Momentum Mastermind right now. That is so fun. I know we have a ton of new listeners right now. So if you are a new listener, know that we come back every Monday and Wednesday with new episodes. On Wednesday, I have an interview with Abby Moore, who is the top mommy blogger in the UK, and she's amazing. She's gonna be talking about how to treat your blog like a business and treat it seriously. She's also going to be talking about just her experience in motherhood and building a business in motherhood. And she's fun and fascinating and really smart and really loved and appreciated this interview. And I know there's going to be people who listen who will just learn a ton from her and definitely want to connect with her. So make sure you come back on Wednesday for the interview with Abby Moore. And I will see you between now and then over on Instagram, over on Facebook at the Shameless Mom Academy. And I hope you have a fantastic day. No matter what you do today, make sure you do it shamelessly.
Well, hey there, busy mama. Are you looking for ways to make your life easier, your home less chaotic, and at the same time, add more joy to your life? My name is Deanna Yates, and I'm the host of Wanna Be Clutter Free, a podcast all about letting go of the stuff we don't need in our lives so that we can focus on what truly matters. Don't worry, I'm not going to tell you to throw it all away or make you feel guilty about keeping something you love, no matter how many other people don't quite understand it. But I will give you practical and more importantly, actionable advice so that you can make progress right away. And you won't just hear it from me. There are amazing guests too. It's like having your bestie in your pocket, telling you it's okay to let go of the things that are not serving you and your family in a totally non-judgmental way. So join me over on the podcast where we can work on progress over perfection for those of us that want to be clutter-free.